Hi, this is Mike McNamara, and you're listening to All Marine Radio on your home for it, the one and only All Warrior Radio Network. sure it's inauguration day yep and not too many people at the capitol today i just turned it on mike pence walking out with his wife father of a marine the only member of the departing administration that will attend Amid what I'm sure is great tension up on Capitol Hill. What, 25,000 National Guardsmen in the nation's capital? Like we're some fucking third world country? Right? Pretty embarrassing if you ask me. Um, and I say embarrassment the whole way around. The way the election was done, Right? You know, some of the stuff that, that people have done. Uh, I could tell you one thing that you can conclude no matter what. The democracy is not important. The only thing that's important is whether you're in charge of it or not. That's all. Everything else subordinate to that. And whatever rules you break, whatever you have to do, fuck it. It doesn't fucking matter. It's enough to make you want to vomit. Fucking garbage. I wasn't pissed a few minutes ago. But I'm pissed watching this shit now. Think people go off and die for this shit. And these fuckers, you think they they think we're we're fucking rubes, man. They would never die for this country. Too busy fucking making money off it. And the Bidens, no exception. If you think that shit with Hunter Biden's going away, right, you're crazy. And, uh, you know, and, and Donald Trump, he's as bad as any of them, if not worse. Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are the same person. Fucking scum of the barrel. 
right? You know, after all the bullshit the nation went through, right? After all the bullshit, what was Hillary Clinton selling the last two days? Hillary Clinton was selling more of the Russian collusion shit. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? My boy, Dave in Vacaville, who just got back from hunting. For your information, today is Inauguration Day. I appreciate that. Hey, everybody needs a little help. I thought, you know, I don't know. I got my wires crossed. Right? Tuesday's Election Day? Why wouldn't it be Inauguration Day? Like, why Wednesday? What, middle of the week? Melania Trump looks happy. That's for sure. She just landed in Florida. She looks happy. You think they'll stay married? I'm not sure, man. Come on. She's got to have a boyfriend, do you think? She's a beautiful woman. He's kind of, you know, disgusting. But anyway, that's just a thought. Um, and they're all there. George Bush, why he shows his face in public, I'm not exactly fucking sure. But it is a it is a national holiday of sorts, right? Joe Biden being sworn in, right? All the bullshit that was done. You know, secretaries of state using COVID as a pretense to fucking send thousands of ballots out, people out there harvesting the shit out of them. All that shit that there has been no answer to. That's right. And there will be no hearings for. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So today we celebrate that day. The uh, United States Marine Corps' own, the President's own, United States Marine Corps band at the Capitol today, as well they should be. And uh, and so it goes. And so uh, we will... Uh, this thing that we call democracy will continue to roll down and um, and it's going to roll <laughs> to some really hard lessons for young people that there is a reason that we do tolerate each other. There is a reason we do compromise. There is a reason that we don't scream and yell on every fucking issue under the planet and demand that it be your way because it's a big country and compromise is essential. And so uh, since we can't do that, um, we are going to, uh, we're going to learn the hard way. We're going to learn the hard way that uh, it has to happen. So so uh, Joe Biden uh, takes the oath as what, the 46th president of the United States, I think I saw. So uh, so big morning in Washington, D.C., a little bit brisk there. And uh, But, you know, we're not going to talk politics today. Yeah, we're going to talk um we're going to talk baseball. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, here's another. Dave. <laughs> Jesus. Damn, Mac. Now I'm pissed. I mean, I see George Bush. Like, Are we just going to all forget that you fucked up the entire Middle East? You know? And there's, a, there's Barack Obama, one of the worst presidents in, in, in nation's history. But... Nobody knows that because he's such a wonderful guy. Such a cool guy. Right? Yeah. Been over to China. Been over to Russia. Been over to Iran. Right? But he's, he's, he seems like... He, and he, honestly, he does seem like a nice guy. He's just he's not a very good president. He's there. Right? Again, Hillary Clinton being there makes me want to vomit. Seriously. Makes me want to absolutely retch my guts out. 
Yeah, and her husband. How does he? How did he get away from the Jeffrey Epstein stuff? We're not supposed to talk about that. Uh, yeah, Billy Clinton. Somehow, other man, Teflon, Teflon Bill. Nothing sticks to that jackass. Yeah, it's a, it's just. I mean, it's a clown show, literally. But Hillary Clinton. I mean, man. And that's that's one of the things that you know, when people say, "Oh, you know, we're supposed to heal," and we're so. Wait a minute. The shit with Donald Trump was a bunch of bullshit that was put out there by Hillary Clinton. People knew it. And government investigations were launched on it. And that his that whole presidency was consumed by lies from Hillary Clinton and her and her political campaign. But the best part is, right, the motive. She was getting her ass kicked. Because of that bullshit server she put in her house that she acid-washed and destroyed that was found to have been penetrated by multiple foreign governments. And it's like, it's like this, this, this shit show that gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And this one will get worse too. I mean, honestly, do you think Joe Biden's up to be president of the United States? The Wall Street Journal opined an optimistic editorial yesterday. And uh, what they said was, you know, if Joe Biden is what Joe Biden's always been, which is pretty much much a centrist, um, then maybe he is the man of the hour. Okay, the only thing missing from the editorial was that. Do you think Joe Biden has a spine... Right to push back on some of this stuff. No, you've already, you already see, you know, news shots of a caravan of thousands of people coming up from Guatemala or someplace in Central America. Right, America opening its doors again, and so uh, and so and so it goes, and so it goes, and so uh, yeah, the shit show, the shit show. Nancy Pelosi never said a word all summer about law and order. Now she's all about it. Why? Political power. So, I mean, it is, uh, you know, you'd like to believe that today is America at its best. You know, but I, in my opinion, this is a great exercise in uh, I'm going to piss down your back and I'm going to tell you it's raining and you're going to nod your head. Okay, that's what this is. And until you can restore the integrity of our elections, right, until you can restore... You know, uh, the majority of Americans believe that the system is fair. Where does this thing go? It just gets worse until, you know, you have leaders from both parties that say, oh, Black Lives Matter rioted in, in New York the other night. Burning and shit, right? Anybody, anybody dare to condemn that? Oh, fuck no, man. It only depends on which side of the aisle you sit in. It's not what's best for the nation. It's not what's best fair for for everybody it's what's it's what's best for my party and um and so again as long as we go down that path you're gonna there is violence in store for this republic and i i don't get any joy out of saying it but i mean watching this it's disgusting absolutely positively disgusting this group of clowns 
that is sitting on the steps of the Capitol. And that's an insult to every respectable clown on the planet. So to all you, you know, all you hardworking clowns out there, I want to apologize to comparing you to George Bush. Yeah, George Bush. Hillary Clinton, what a complete piece of garbage. Both of them are. There you have, there you have America's political elite. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can't tell you how much my chest swells with pride, dare I say. Mm-hmm. There's Hunter Biden, a true patriot. Man. <laughs> yeah. Why am I doing this to myself? Maybe I should just shut it off and turn on cartoons. They would be less painful. Certainly. But let me tell you, it's just, it's in my opinion, it's absolutely disgusting. Absolutely positively disgusting what we've watched in this country the last year. Okay. And just recently, right? Uh, that kid in, uh, was it Kenosha, that Blake guy? Oh, big shocker. The cops, they came back and said the cops didn't do anything wrong. Yet the city got burned down. Nobody said shit about people burning down a fucking city. That's all, that's all okay. Because according to the Speaker of the House, people will do what they will do. Yeah. So you're right. People will do what they will do. To include come to the Capitol. So until you grow up, until you're afraid to stand up for all of us and not just you know your side of the pie, then you're going to see this stuff. You're going to see this stuff. Uh, I have a wave of disgust sweeping over me since my drive home last night. I will not miss Trump, but I fear that we will voluntarily give up the gains on critical issue, holding China accountable, nutting Iran, energy independence. He's already pledged to shut down the Keystone Pipeline because hauling oil on trains is so much fucking smarter. Also see Paris Climate, see also Paris Climate Accord. Which is all voluntary, right? There's nothing punitive in that thing. It's just voluntary compliance measures. Four, border security and controlling who gets in the country. The return of manufacturing to the U.S. Will be fascinating to watch the elbow fight for leadership of the opposition. It will, be, it will not be pretty as the divide between traditional Republicans and MAGA types is widening. Mainstream media is dead and it was self-inflicted. Yeah. A nation in turmoil. That's what we are. But, you know, again, and, and this is exactly, and all, and, and again, quintessentially American, right? What paves the way for all of this is capitalism, right? Why do, why do big social media companies profit on this stuff, right? For money, right? All the crazy shit that most of these people saw on YouTube that were at the Capitol, Google puts that up there. Right. That's Google's business for money. Right? CNN, MSNBC, Fox, everything they put out for money. That is not the United States of America. That is a snapshot of the craziest shit that goes on in this country every day. So it gets more shrill and crazier. And then we wonder why, right, the menses 
with all due respect to the Mensa brothers, the Mensa, yeah, that's not even right for me to say because the Mensa brothers are like, they're like good people. But the idiots that show up at the Capitol fueled on absolute bullshit on top of bullshit on top of bullshit. They're as bad as the rioters fueled on the, in their echo chamber with bullshit on top of bullshit on top of bullshit on top of bullshit. And that's where this country finds itself today. And Joe Biden, is he going to be the great, the great healer? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because until you get to the truth, until you get to compromise, right? And I mean, even in his immigration stuff, you know, it's noticeably absent from what he said and what he voted for as a senator is securing the southern border. Nowhere mentioned in his new immigration program. So, again, compromise means that both sides are unhappy. That's what compromise means. How he thinks he's going to get a program through in a 50-50 Senate, I'm not exactly sure. If I was a Democrat and I, and I lived on the southern border, would I be, would I be a Democratic senator of, of, well, California, they'll vote for anything, but Arizona, New Mexico, Texas? I'm not sure how many Democratic senators, but both of them from Arizona, open border? You think citizens of Arizona are going to be good with that? I don't. How do so again? I, I don't. I don't know. Is this the way it's always been? But I mean, seeing George Bush literally makes me want to puke. Hillary Clinton makes me want to dry heave. <laughs> yeah, she's just. She's a liar on top of a liar on top of a liar. George Bush, I think, is a well-intentioned fool who caused the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people. That's what George Bush was. And the, it's all on there, out there on parade. And there's Joe Biden. Joe, let me just give you some advice, buddy. Enjoy today. Because... Um, it's not going to be. It's not going to be pleasant. As your own party rips you apart for not being progressive enough, you don't have the votes in the Senate to be that progressive, <clears throat> and so, and so you're going to have a tough ride. And you're going to go out there and you're going to face it all over the country from both sides. All right. So, I don't know. It is. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's sad, in my opinion, that we don't have leaders in this country. We have elected idiots. And they go up and they spout the bullshit they spout for the media companies they spout it for. They collect their money. They protect them. And uh, and so it goes. So, yeah, on that cheery note, happy happy hump day. I was up early. I was up. I went to bed early. I got tired last night. I went to bed at about 9 o'clock. So I woke up at about 3.30. And... Um, just for the note, so far no gunshots from disaffected, from the 25,000 non-disaffected guard members that are guarding this third world capital so we don't have some another insurrection. Um, but, but what happened in Portland, that wasn't an insurrection or an uprising or an attempt to overthrow the government by Antifa people. That was that. No, they were just having picnics downtown every night. It didn't involve fireworks and, and other shit. 
Uh, same thing in Seattle, taking over city blocks. That's not that's not an attempt to overthrow the government, establish your own country. Oh, wait a minute. I thought that's what it was. Oh, yeah, no, no, that's all. Come on. No, was anybody charged? Anybody go to jail in any of that? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's, it's, it's like stupid. How stupid do you think everybody is? But anyway, so I'm up early. I go to bed early. I wake up early. So I start texting my... My people, right? My people in the land of misfit toys saying, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? And Matt Kiker, he, he, he couldn't sleep, so he's awake. He texts me right back, so I call him. So I talked to Matt. Matt said to say hey to everybody. He moved to Colorado here. Going to go back to school. And wants to be a chef, wants to be a cook, wants to be a therapist. So we'll see what happens to him. Um, so I had a conversation with him. Tonight... I'm doing a presentation uh, with uh, with a group, uh, a couple of life coaches in Northern California, who I know, uh, invited me to do this. So I'm really excited about doing that. I'm also, uh, tomorrow I go do post-traumatic winning for Headquarters Battalion, 1st Marine Division at Camp Pendleton. So looking forward to doing that. And but I've got a Zoom pro. I'm, I got a Zoom problem, which is irritating me. My laptop won't connect. So you get an invitation, you click on it, and it's supposed to fire up the Zoom app and then allow you to go through. But it won't connect. I've uh, I've uninstalled most of the new programs that I've installed in the last few weeks. I've tried to run it in compatibility mode. But it won't work. So what happens is you have to let it run its course. It says, cannot connect. Would you like to join via your browser? And I say yes. And then we join them. So, um, so yeah. That's, uh, but I don't like it when technology doesn't work for me. And uh, my technology doesn't work. So, But uh, honestly, I'm, I'm very excited about that. I was up er, going to be up early anyway this morning, uh, up about 4.45 to get ready to have a meeting with my co-author, Stacy. So, uh, so we're writing and we had a nice visit. So, um, so we did that on the book. What does the book look like? Comment on the Marine Corps sitting there with his wife. Looks kind of cold in D.C. Looks kind of cold. Um, so, yeah, so I uh, had a nice conversation with Stacy, and, uh, and that's when I, and after that I discovered the workaround, but I'm not happy about the Zoom thing. I don't like it when my technology doesn't work. And then today's going to be a busy day. I'll get done with this. In about 25 minutes, my roommate in college is going to join us. Now, my roommate in college, his dad, one of the most interesting men I've ever met, and um, his name was Buzzy Bavese. My roommate is Bill, his youngest son. I think that he had five sons. He and his wife, Evett, had five sons. And Buzzy um, is, like again, interesting, interesting guy. Grew up in New York City. And um, he um, he goes to work for the Brooklyn Dodgers. 
after he fights in World War II. You know, rose to the rank of sergeant carrying a Thompson machine gun in Italy, right? Fighting up, what was it, the Pyrenees? Not the Pyrenees. What are those, uh, what, are, what are the mountains that run up Italy's spine? Um, well, yeah, so those. So uh, he comes home. He goes back to work for the Dodgers, right, in the late 40s and the early 50s, you know, when the Yankees and the Dodgers are having their great, you know, rivalry. And then when Jackie Robinson sh- shows up. Yeah. So he's this guy out of American history, New York City and its heyday. And then um, the Dodgers decide they're going to move to um, Los Angeles. And Branch Rickey, who's the general manager, says, yeah, I will not be attending. And so um, and so <laughs> the um, Buzzy becomes the general manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And so Bill grows up in Dodger land, right? In the spring, you know, they go out to Vero Beach. And uh, he knows, Bill knows all these guys. You know, we grew up the same way around baseball. He and the Dodgers and and me, my dad's teams were the A's and the Giants and the Padres. And so Bill and I cross paths when Buzzy's the president of the Dodgers. He hires my dad, the man, I'm sorry, the Padres, he was, he was part owner and the president of the Padres. So um, he hires my dad to manage the Padres. And Bill and I are the same age. And so we meet and we're roommates at college. And, uh, and we actually married sisters. So anyway, um, Bill's going to join the show. We're going to talk about Tommy Lasorda. So uh, Bill knows Tommy Lasorda his whole life virtually. And first, this young guy, right, the son of a, a baseball manager, a uh, general manager and president, his dad, Buzzy. And then Bill becomes the general manager of the Angels after working as their director of minor leagues for years. He becomes the general manager of the Angels and then the becomes the general manager of the, of the Mariners up in Seattle. And uh, But you're going to hear some uh, some. Uh, awesome stories about Tommy Lasorda. I played a short interview with my dad and Tommy Lasorda. I got to track down the whole thing. Um, and so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not sure where I would, what I would have done with that. And so, um, the, uh, so you'll hear Bill Bavese today, uh, my college roommate. So I'm excited about that. He's a, he's a good guy, still works and still is involved with major league baseball. And, uh, does uh, a number of different things to them. So uh, you'll hear uh, from Bill here in a little bit, and we'll talk to Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda, you know, he passed away. There, I just saw a picture of his memorial service at Dodger Stadium. And um, and they had the casket uh, on... Uh, The picture that I'm looking at has um, a picture of the memorial service. It was done yesterday. And all these guys are wearing Tommy Lasorda jerseys. His casket is resting on the dirt on Pitcher's Mound. 
and yeah, I can. I know you can see these guys, and and you know some of them. There's members of the little sort of family are here uh, as well, and uh, everybody's spaced out. Uh, but uh, Tommy was sort of pitched for the Dodgers. I'm sure he designed. I'm sure he designed this thing that um, that his funeral service. Um, he's a Catholic, right? That that he would go out, right? Um, on pitcher's mound at Dodger Stadium, um, and so um, and and so that's what the, the picture is of the um. So uh, we'll talk to we'll talk to Bill about uh, we'll talk to Bill about Tommy Lasorda. Uh, the article says this: The Dodgers held a celebration of life for Tommy Lasorda at Dodger Stadium on Tuesday. The ceremony, which preceded a graveside memorial service, included a national anthem from Keith Williams Jr. and prayers by Sister John Ellen Turner, Sister Joanne Ashburn, and Pastor John Juarez. Michael Greenberg, Chris Leggio, Eric Karos, Mickey Hatcher, Steve Brenner spoke and served as pallbearers along with Warren Lichtenstein, Bobby Valentine, Charlie Huff, Mike Socia, and Mike Fratello. In his speech, Caro said Lasorda was like a second father to him. The impact, the loyalty, the love, the passion, which he did everything, it's second to none. The former Dodger first baseman said, I'm going to miss him. We're all going to miss him. But I will say this, he had a heck of a run. Hatcher described Lasorda as a guiding light for all his players. He made you better than what you were, especially on the field, but not only on the field. After you played baseball, he made me successful in life because he taught me how it was to get there, get involved in the community, talk to people, be motivated, be positive, and work hard. And so you, there's pictures of uh, of the uh, of the funeral service they had for uh, Tommy Lasorda. So anyway, we'll talk to we'll talk to Bill about that. Um, but pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. His casket laying on pitcher's mound, where um, he never pitched in Dodger Stadium. Um, he was a left-hand pitcher coming up when the Dodgers were in Brooklyn, and uh, you know there were stories that he, uh, you know. Dodger news, Tommy Lasorda strikes out 25 in a 15-inning game that he pitched. Who <laughs> right? pitches? Right? This is old this is old style stuff. The subheadline. Yes, you read that correctly. May 31st was one for the ages all the way back in 1948. You may know Tommy Lasorda as being a Dodger legend, but before he was managing the Dodgers, did you know that he was busy? striking out 25 batters in a game. On this date, what day is it? May 31st, Memorial Day. 72 years ago, Lasorda threw a 15-inning complete game with 25 strikeouts. That's not a typo. He was pitching for the Schenectady Blue Jays at the time, and he did it against the Amsterdam Rugmakers. Ah, that is awesome. For the game, Lasorda walked 12, hit a batter, 
gave up 10 hits and five runs over the course of his 15 innings. Since there wasn't a pinch count, pitch count back then, there was no way to prove how many pitches he threw. However, Lasort and Bobby Valentine both came up with a guesstimate, somewhere around 300. Oh, and to make this game even more impressive for Lasorda, he singled home the winning run in the 15th to win the game for his team. <laughs> Yo, man. So there you have it. So we'll talk about him a, a little bit. But uh, the United States Marine Corps Band makes this inauguration day in the year 2021 official. Um, so say a prayer for your country. Um, uh, it certainly is going to need it because the leadership that we have in this country on both sides of the aisle is woefully inadequate for the needs of the nation. And the nation's going to suffer because of it until it learns, until it learns the lessons that it needs to learn, that the truth is important, that compromise is important, right? And they are essential to our political system. And both parties have turned their back on that kind of stuff. The media doesn't care about it anymore. And so... In a land, and let me tell you, the framers of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, right? The reason we have the right to bear arms is so a nation would not prey on its citizens. It's sown in there deliberately so that people would have the means to rise up. Yeah, that's a deliberate part of the Constitution. So um, I think it's sad, I think it's pathetic. Right? And everybody everybody says the right thing, but they don't do it. And so the United States Marine Corps Band makes Inauguration Day official. Good morning to you. This is dedicated to that proposition that uh, this country is more important than any political party, more important than any one politician. And the sooner that people learn that, right, the better the nation will be. But again, I have no faith that that's going to happen. I believe the nation will become more violent before it becomes more grown up. But, right, we cross our fingers and hope that maybe, maybe, maybe somebody will pull a rabbit out of a hat. And that all of a sudden people will learn something they don't seem capable of learning because the nation truly needs that. But again, 
Our, our politicians have turned their backs on that. Both parties have. The media has. And so it leaves discord. And that discord will manifest itself, in my opinion. But never hurts to be optimistic, especially on Inauguration Day. So this is dedicated to that end. betraying your whole life if you don't say what you think and you don't say it honestly and bluntly what keeps you awake at night nothing i keep other people awake at night for this campus had prepared him well <clears throat> i'm very confident that thank you very much <clears throat> if this was vodka it'd be a lot better speech <clears throat> <clears throat> But I'm not supposed to glamorize alcohol anymore. So, young folks, you ignore what I just said. We just have to execute. And we are executing every day. And Sergeant Major and I are very proud of what you do. Doesn't mean we can't get better. We don't, we don't want to make a mistake to learn. We don't want to lose to learn. We cannot lose if we have to go fight. We got to do what these Marines did here 75 years ago. Persevere against difficult challenging conditions and odds to win. You gotta win. Alright, time to do the weather in uh, Quantico, just south of the nation's capital where the inauguration is taking place. It is partly sunny at 45 with three weather alerts, so let's check those out. In the area of the nation's capital, there's a gale warning until Wednesday at 4 p.m. There's a small craft advisory and a second small craft advisory. So high winds in the D.C. area. That's what that's about. Down the coast of Camp Lejeune, it is sunny and 57, so warming up down there. 29 Palms, clouds in 49. Camp Pendleton, partly sunny and 66, so warmer down there. Camp Smith in Hawaii, dark cloudy 74. Okinawa has warmed up. Dark cloudy 67 in Darwin, down under. Dark cloudy in 81. And in Oslo, that's in Norway, don't you know? It is 
late afternoon, snowing, and 33 degrees. At the home of All Marine Radio, it is partly sunny and 67 degrees. There's two weather alerts for Costa Mesa. Kamala Harris being sworn in as the Vice President of the United States. In this nation so divided by race, right? The issue of a black woman becoming Vice President isn't even a fucking story. That's how divided by race we are. Elected a black man president of this country twice. A black woman running not even an issue in this country. Yet we're so divided by race. It's the biggest crock of shit in the world. High wind warning here in Costa Mesa until Wednesday at 6 p.m. Gale warning until Wednesday at 10 a.m. So wind abounds. That's right. Looking for a high today of 75. 68 tomorrow. The wind's going to go away. 72 on Oops, I'm sorry. 68 on Thursday, 61 on Friday, rain and 58 on Saturday, and then down to 60. So the warm weather's leaving us, sadly. That is a look at your weather. When we come back, uh, we'll check some news headlines. Well, you know what? Let's just check news headlines right now. That's right. Why not? Then we'll take a break. We'll get Bill Bavese on. We'll talk about Tommy Lasorda um, and... Uh, and uh, and like I said, Bill was a little kid and uh, and met Tommy Lasorda. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, top story in Stars and Stripes today. Facing a, crash, a crush of crises, Biden will take the helm as president. Joe Biden being sworn in as 46th president. Trump bids farewell to Washington. Hints of a comeback. D. Trump. See you later. Veteran sues retailers after finding image of him in Afghanistan for sale on posters. That's good. He deserves to be paid, right? You're going to use my image? Uh, soldier arrested in suspected plots to attack service members and blow up the New York City 9-11 memorial. Yeah. If you haven't seen this story, this is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's just stupid as hell. Stupid as stupid could be. Jennifer Lopez. She's on the podium. I saw A-Rod, I thought, in the stands. In the stands. That would be at a game. I saw him in the audience. And I wonder what the hell he was doing there. Uh, New York. A U.S. Army soldier arrested Tuesday in Georgia on terrorism charges after he spoke online about plots to blow up New York City's 9-11 memorial and other landmarks and attack U.S. soldiers in the Middle East. Cole James Bridges of Stowe, Ohio, nice going, Ohio man, was in custody on charges of attempted material support of a terrorist organization, the Islamic State Group, and attempted murder of a military member, said Nicholas Bazi, a spokesman for the Manhattan Federal Prosecutor. The 20-year-old soldier, also known as Cole Gonzalez, was with the 3rd Infantry Division out of Fort Stewart, Georgia. 
when he thought he was communicating with the Islamic State online about the terrorism plots. Unbeknownst to Bridges, the FBI was in on the chat as Bridges provided detailed instructions on tactics and manuals and advice about attacking the memorial and other targets in New York City. Then there's a picture of him with his red uh, Arabic headdress. You've seen them, red and white. And it's on his Facebook page. Nice. So that is in the news today. Yeah, uh, uh, pretty impressive. Got to got to admit that. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Uh, Americans in Germany have to wear medical masks when shopping using public transportation off base. And then uh, several members of Joe Biden's um, uh, his administration were testifying on Capitol Hill. So that in that is uh, in the news. And uh, the Navy confronting China. All right. Headline, U.S. Navy Admiral says interactions with the Chinese at sea are still professional despite friction. Rear Admiral Doug Verissimo, commander of Carrier Strike Group 9, spoke to reporters Tuesday on a conference call from the aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt underway somewhere in the Western Pacific. At the tactical level, I don't see significant changes from my previous two deployments in 2017 and 2018, he said, referring to his tour as commander of the carrier Carl Vinson. However, he noted one change from his previous service in the region. China now has a larger number of ships. So um, that is in the news. Well, that is in the news. Um, Wall Street Journal, top of the fold story today from the journal. Joe Biden set to be sworn in as the 46th president of the United States. Uh, Kamala Harris has already taken the oath. She is now the vice president of the United States. Um, so all that in the news this morning, um, first day order will include mask mandate blocking the keys and blocking the Keystone pipeline. Biden next headline, Biden inherits an older polarized and financially insecure nation. You know, the other stories that, as I was perusing the news this morning, got my attention are how in God's name can we have problems rolling out a vaccine? Right? I mean, after all the months to, to plan the thing, how could that be screwed up? I mean, you want testaments to idiots in charge? You've got to be kidding me. So we have all, all these months to get Operation Warp Speed together, and now what you're finding is that there's thousands of doses of this vaccine that have that haven't gone haven't been administered and other thousands that have spoiled because they weren't handled correctly. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Are you begging? Are you begging somebody to click off safe? You don't need to beg. If you want me to, I'll do it, right? But you don't have to go doing stupid shit just to get me to do this. 
I think, from Vacaville. Greg Nettles was one of the best defensive third basemen ever. I'm not sure about that. I mean, Greg Nettles was, um, Joe Biden just took the oath. There's Hunter. That dude is about as shady as it gets on the planet. Right? Oh my God. God help us. Yeah. The first son. Ooh. Greg Nell's made some great plays. Um, you know, and he's he was a good third baseman. But I mean, I, you know, he made big plays in the World Series, no doubt. I don't know he was that he was one of the greatest third basemen of all time. Speaking of China, Grant Newsham is MIA. We're way overdue for him. No, he'll be on next week. I got. I'll contact Grant. But let me tell you. So it was holiday, holiday, holiday. I had the Mensa brothers on, and then I went back east. I didn't do any shows from back there, and then coming back out, um, at Alex on. Well, I talked to Alex. He never got on the program. That was me being unprofessional, but it is what it is. Um, and then. Um, today, you know, I, I wanted to do something about Tommy Lasorda. And so I had a choice to do, you know, something political or something else. And, uh, I thought, let me do something else. I'm sick of politics. And thank God, because this is just making me, it's nauseating me. Absolutely nauseating me. Um, yeah, Bill Clinton. Really? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's not a pretty sight. Nation, not in not in great condition. And again, what's going to make it better? Everything you've seen since the election is the Democrats torching it. Right? Torching it. And what were the news headlines the last few days? Right? conservatives need to need to be what were the words they're using re-educated isn't that like a totalitarian thing i don't, I don't think we did that in, in in free nations well i guess not uh video secretary of navy kenneth brathwaite's final message to the fleet do we want to watch that he was a pao you know what not really he's wearing his fighter pilot jacket looking a little snug there, Ken. You might want to squeeze a little PT in. Um, Let's see. Yeah, to me, um, the U.S. and United Kingdom signed an agreement on an upcoming deployment of the HMS Queen Elizabeth. I talked about this yesterday. It's going to have American F-35B, right? That's the Marine version. And also a U.S. destroyer. So are we renting the HMS Queen Elizabeth? <laughs> and the crew? Yeah, we'll put our aircraft on it. Yeah, we'll give you a destroyer. Just give us, give us your aircraft carrier. I guess that's what we're doing. Uh, top story in the uh, in Marine Corps Times is Macron calls on Biden for greater U.S. military involvement. What? Macron, not one of my favorite human beings. 
So he wants us to do what? Why don't you guys do it? French, French President Emmanuel Macron, right, who touted the world without America about, uh, about a year and a half ago, on Tuesday hoped that U.S. President-elect Joe Biden would show greater military commitment to fight against the Islamic straight the Islamic extremists in several theaters of conflict and especially in the Middle East. Why don't you do it, Emmanuel Macron? Your nation's the one that's going up in flames. Your your nation's the one that has the huge problem with the Islamic culture. Why don't you guys go fight them? Hey, we've I think we've done enough over there. Macron, who made his New Year's Eve Eve speech to the French military in Brest, in western France, said, I am certain that in the coming weeks, the new administration, in parentheses Biden, will need to make key decisions that will mark a greater commitment and awareness in the fight against terrorism in Syria and Iraq. What does he mean? In his speech, Macron also suggested he is considering a partial troop pullout in Africa's Sahel region. An adjustment. Oh, when we're asking for the Americans to be more involved, we're pulling out? Okay. Macron, man, that guy kills me. I mean, where's the rim shot for that jackass? <laughs> right. Um... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Headline, Defense Secretary nominee Lloyd Austin offering scant details, commits to rooting out extremism and sexual assault in the force. Good luck on that. Good luck on that. Do members of the armed forces have a right to... um, uh, the First Amendment. Well, they do. They don't give that up. How does that? How does that change? So we'll see. Um, top five stories in early bird. Acting Defense Secretary says no intelligence indicating insider threat to the inauguration. That didn't stop anybody <laughs> on TV from going off about it. Number two, Austin pledges to protect civilian leadership at the Pentagon. Yeah, I think it enough of generals running the Pentagon, okay? We need civilians there. I think everybody's okay with that. Uh, next, Trump signs executive order for study of troops at Black Goo Base who got cancer. This is one of the most horrible stories. In a base that was used by the R- Russians for chemical weapons, we sent special operators there, and now they're all fucked up. Donald Rumsfeld has his hands all over this. We should send him to live there, to live out his sorry-ass life. That guy, on this day of days, his day, his name didn't need to come up. Number four, here's who will be running the Pentagon when Biden takes over. And so this is a a series of, uh, this is by Defense One. Office of the Secretary of Defense. Assistant to the Secretary of Defense for Public Affairs, John Kirby. Most of these people are 
retreads. Yeah, so got that going for you. So congratulations to all of them. Good luck. Don't fuck it up. Number five, Navy halts deliveries of Freedom Class littoral combat ships, citing a flaw in the ship's transmission. How the fuck can this stuff happen? I mean, seriously. Seriously. Uh, some operations updates. Troop levels are down, but U.S. says over 18,000 contractors remain in Afghanistan. So what is a contractor? And then we'll take a break, and then I'll get Bill on. A contractor. Oh, my God. Stars are starting. So what is a contractor? So 18,000 of them. Are they providing essential services? What are they doing? Are they shooting? The contractor population. Oh. Wonder what Joe Biden's saying. Okay, so what is a contractor? The contractor population decreased by about 4,300 from last October. So it's down 20%. About one service member deployed for each contractor a year ago at the height of the U.S. presence in Afghanistan. The ratio grew as limits on troop levels led to reliance on contractor and temporary duty personnel. So what do these guys do? About 4,700 of the contractors are Afghans hired locally. So 18,000, that gets us down, let's say 5,000, 13,000. Nearly three quarters come from outside the country, including about a third who are U.S. citizens. So that means 6,000 are from the U.S. Slightly less than half work on logistics, maintenance, or base support. 16% work as security contractors. Only 1,570 only 1,500 or 1,600 Americans, mostly Americans and other foreigners, are armed security personnel. So there you have it. That's what, that's, that's what that says about that. All right. Anything other? AFRICOM launches an airstrike in Somalia. We talked about that. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, my college roommate, who I met when I was 16. So, I'm trying to think of a way around a problem. So you'll hear him, Bill Bavese. And we're going to talk about Tommy Lasorda. So, uh, on this day of the inauguration, happy inauguration to everybody. Keep your fingers crossed that everything works out, right? But keep your head on a swivel and don't get your hopes up. So with that said, don't touch that dial. More of All Marine Radio coming up next right here on your home for it, the All Warrior Radio Network. 